0: This podcast is looking for good deals on great food. But sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply.
1: This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have been the talk of Kansas City from the moment the pop star arrived at a September Chiefs game, standing in a suite at Arrowhead Stadium next to Travis's mother, Donna. Here in town, businesses of all stripes are jumping at the opportunity to profit off the relationship, and the romantic connection is a primary topic of conversation among Chiefs fans and Swifties alike. But in far-right circles nationally, Conspiracy theories are swirling around the power couple.
0: I mean, I like her music. She's all right. But I mean, have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A psyop for combating online misinformation.
1: That was Jesse Waters on Fox News just last week. Joining us on a talk about this is Jonathan Weissman. He's a political reporter with The New York Times who's been reporting on this story in recent weeks. Jonathan, nice to have you on the show. Thanks for taking some time. I'm happy to be here. So let's uh, tell us about the conspiracy theories that are
0: circulating
1: on the far right. Jonathan, what are you hearing?
0: Well, it all started... About the same time that, that Travis Kelsey and uh, and um, Taylor, Taylor Swift started and in September, that was when um, Taylor Swift went on Instagram and suggested that her followers register to vote. And within instant, uh, 35,000 Swifties had registered to vote with this organization, vote.org. And it seemed like that sent uh, the far right into this panic mode. And we started hearing this notion of Taylor Swift as some kind of operative for the Democratic Party. Now, she did endorse Joe Biden in 2020. And back in 2018, she kind of got dipped into politics really for the first time and endorsed uh, two Democratic candidates in um, Tennessee, where she lives, where she has two houses. But really, she's not a particularly political figures he's not a protest protest singer um but you know it really started heating up when the travis kelsey taylor swift narrative picked up and in january um when that clip that you just played uh from fox news went on the the right just went nuts this this idea that taylor swift and travis kelsey were some kind of Contrived uh, couple made up by the National Football League and the Democratic Party to whip up interest in the Chiefs and football, all huh. in exchange, all in exchange for a a rigged Super Bowl in which Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift would go to the fifty yard line after the game, of course, won by the Chiefs and endorse Joe Biden for president. Wow. I was going to say one conspiracy
1: theory you just alluded to here that I've been hearing for a while now is this notion that the two of them are not a real couple. They're just doing this to support certain brands or certain political agendas. Where do you think all this is coming from?
0: I don't know. It's odd. It's it's almost as if there's this strain of conspiratorial uh thinking on in in the in the movement that made Donald Trump the maga movement that nothing good um could actually be real <laughs> you know that they have to see through the contrivances of mass media to the to the nefarious um now ne- the nefarious conspiracy beneath and the whole country was so into the love story between travis kelsey and and taylor swift that the right had to get in and say it's not what it seems to be i i honestly think that's what it was
1: is this the first time we've seen the far right go after taylor swift
0: i mean they've been talking about taylor swift as kind of a bad as a bad person or bad omen for a while there was a a Perennial candidate in Georgia, Big Trump supporter, who began this idea that um she is a satanic uh a satanic figure and that her concerts are replete with Satanism. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was going on last year too. So You know, it's one of those things where there's a popular figure and somebody has to figure out why that that figure is actually bad for us.
1: Hmm. Let's go back to this notion uh, as Fox News hosts are putting out there that Taylor Swift is an asset for the Pentagon. There's, of course, zero evidence to suggest that's true. How surprising is it to see how a story like this has played out on the far right?
0: You know, the thing about it is it's not that surprising because hmm. conspiracy theories are so integrated right now in so much of our politics. I mean, this is this is certainly less conspiratorial than the notion that the entire 2020 election was stolen. It it, it certainly would have taken a much bigger conspiracy to steal a presidential election than to contrive a relationship between a football player and a pop star. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it is, it is in, it is embedded now in our politics, uh, these conspiracies and, you know, and there, and it's fomented by figures on the right. Um, you know, some of them, I, I, I find it hard to believe they actually believe this stuff, Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, a Harvard educated biologist, Mm. he he becomes, you know, he becomes very, very rich off of his uh, biotech firm. Then he gets into politics and now he is one of the great propagators of of these uh, of these conspiracy theories. He went on Twitter saying, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. And I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially, culturally propped up couple this fall. Mm. I mean, really? Does Vivek Ramaswamy believe that? I was texting with him about it. And I said, you know, do you really believe that these two people got together at the behest of the National Football League? And he, you know, he said, yeah. Yeah. He said, wow. what your kind of people call conspiracy theories, I simply call an am- uh, an amalgam of collective incentives hiding in plain sight. Come on, huh. Vivek, yeah. you don't believe that. We'll be right back.
1: Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. Who are some of the other big names uh, from the far right that we're seeing who are feeding into these narratives, Jonathan?
0: Well, you heard Jesse Waters. He is a... Prominent primetime host uh, on on, on um, Fox News, uh, Laura Loomer. She is this conspiracy theorist down in Florida. Um, Donald Trump has floated her as possibly his uh, his press secretary in an, if he wins another term. Um, and you know you you've heard it from pro Trump broadcasters like a guy named Mike Crispy. I mean, a lot of these, and it all revolves around a rigged Super Bowl. So, you folks in Kansas City, uh, you know, <laughs> bear down here. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a great irony that uh, all of a sudden um, there is a you know a football player in the heartland who has become a cons- such the the subject of conspiracy theories that uh, folks on the far right are now pulling for San Francisco in the Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) What role? It's not lost to me. You know, I'm I'm wondering about gender here, given uh, we're watching Taylor Swift. What role do you think gender plays in a
0: story like this? I think it plays a very large Hmm. role and is an excellent question. You know, there's some people um, uh, who have actually floated the idea that Taylor Swift is after Travis Kelsey for his money. Yes. Now, this is the most <laughs> absurd thing in the world. I mean, Travis Kelsey is not a poor man. You know, I think I've seen the estimates that he's worth forty million dollars. Taylor Swift is a billionaire. billionaire. Yeah. This is a woman who tips her truck drivers hundred thousand dollars each. Um. So the notion that she's af- that she's after his money is pure misogyny. That's just people convincing themselves that this is a a, a bewitching woman who is uh, going, who's destroying a, a man's career. And, you know, you hear this, I don't know if you guys heard it in Kansas City. Um, we were uh, passing through a hotel in Cleveland uh, around Christmas and heard these two bar flies talking about how, uh, how Taylor Swift had destroyed Travis Kelsey's Ah, uh, concentration, and was why the why the Chiefs were having their cold spell, and was like my wife said, "Are we are men that weak?" <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and I and and I think that certainly the Travis Kelsey uh, Taylor Swift love story, in some ways, turned gender roles on their heads because here's a woman who is was considerably more famous than the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, elevating his star power and his value on the marketplace. Um, And uh, anyone with any, you know, modicum of seriousness understood who had the power in that relationship. Uh, And I think that that was a little bit, you know, gender role non-conforming, as they say. You know, you also
1: wonder a little bit about the notion that both of these individuals uh, separately are enormously successful. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, a Super Bowl champion right now, a two-time Super Bowl champion, hailed widely as the greatest tight end in NFL history. Taylor Swift won how many Grammys last night, including the big you know album of the year, I think I get the awards mixed up, but she yep. is just extraordinarily successful. new album coming. she announced it last night, and the Swifty universe went crazy. Is it just <laughs> simple jealousy on some level here?
0: I mean, if you're gonna talk about uh Travis I mean uh, the Taylor Swift going after Travis Kelsey's money, you got to think it, there is a gel jeal- there is a factor here. I mean, yeah. when you hear guys on you know on ex, formerly Twitter, st- saying that, oh, Taylor Swift isn't that good looking, <laughs> you know, you start wondering, they're protesting a little bit much. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I think that there, obviously, there's jealousy, because, you know, Taylor Swift was a big deal, uh, has been a big deal for years and years and years. When she endorsed Joe Biden in 2020, uh, nobody is looking back and thinking, that did it that gave joe biden the election um but her stardom right now is kind of at a level that we haven't seen right. i mean i would venture to say since the beatles yeah yeah her, i agree her, i mean her 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 tour her era's tour was a sensation it changed the economy it was so powerful and i think that people are looking at it and saying well why does she get to be that powerful mm-hmm. you know it's funny because you look at somebody like Jeff Bezos or or Elon Musk and think, you know, their their money, their billionaire status actually eclipses hers. Um, but they don't have the sway with popular culture that she does. And now, with figures like this, this happened, you know, this happened with other stars. You have to line up. You're, you're, you're either pro or anti. You're, you're a Swifty or you're an anti-Swifty, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we saw around the beginning of the NFL season that Taylor Swift was able to get something like 35,000 of her fans to register to vote just by telling them to do so on Instagram. You know, if she was to endorse Joe Biden again,
0: what kind of impact do you think that might have? I don't think he would have much impact at all. I think this is mm-hmm. part of the craziness. I mean, first of all, she was she had a, a big platform last night at the Grammys. She could have done done it then. She didn't. I mean, the fact is that yeah, with this coming election, we have two characters, two candidates, likely the the likely nominees. Everybody has their opinion. They know whether they like Joe Biden. They know whether they like Donald Trump. They know how they're going to vote. Um, I mean, we're talking about margins here, Mm -hmm. and I I just find it very difficult that uh, um, an endorsement will do that much. Um, I mean, of course, in a close election, people uh, have a right to to fear whatever factors are involved. I mean, Democrats worry about third parties. They worry about RFK Jr. and stuff. So Republicans and worry about Taylor Swift. But I do think that a lot of this is overblown. I mean, endorsements have never been a huge factor in elections. What has the Biden administration said about these conspiracy theories as they roll out here? I mean, the Biden administration is enjoying this whole thing. <laughs> There's no question that Joe Biden would love to have Taylor Swift's endorsement. He would love to have Taylor Swift, you know, involved in his campaign stumping for him that's almost certainly not going to happen she might endorse it but she's not going to go out on the stump for joe biden um but you know what they really love is to watch um this kind of self-immolation on the far right because if the right attacks taylor swift not just that's probably better for them than if she endorses him because you know, you know how it is when you're attacking your idol, that really gets your your back up. And I don't think that the Swifties need to be told that uh, MAGA is uh, attacking their idol. They know it. Um, and, you know, you see Taylor Swift, she kind of plays it cool. She doesn't she hasn't gotten involved at all. Mm-hmm. But the the swirl around all this Taylor Swift talk has certainly permeated Swift country. Um, so uh, I think <laughs> I, I, I think that the, the Biden the campaign is uh, enjoying every moment they've got right now. What will you be watching as the story moves forward, Jonathan? Well, you know, I, I wrote about I wrote about how I got involved in this, and I have to tell you, um, and I, I apologize, but I was not pulling for Kansas City to be back in the, back in the uh,
1: Super Bowl. You wanted some variety, um, right? I, yeah, I,
0: I wanted some variety. I worked for the Baltimore Sun. You know, my wife is from sure. Michigan. I get okay, it. Okay, I'm just telling you. But but uh, I I wasn't planning to watch the Super Bowl and now I'm going to be. I mean we're going to be watching to see if there's anything to all of this paranoia, right? It's like it's it's almost become a self fulfilling prophecy. Um, and uh, we are watching to see how Taylor Swift plays this. I mean she is very good at playing uh, at playing the media, playing coy. She announced a new album last night at the Grammys. Nobody knew that was coming. So if there is any superstar who knows how to milk a moment, um, it's Taylor Swift. So let's watch how she does it.
1: All right. Well, that's Jonathan Weissman. He's a political reporter with The New York Times who's been reporting on all this. Jonathan, sure. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your reporting, too. Thanks so much. Thank you. You bet. Up to date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. Hollywood writers are obsessed with the concept of an asteroid heading towards Earth and destroying civilization. But is this something we really should be worried about? I'm Kate the Chemist, and on my podcast, Seeking a Scientist, we meet the mastermind behind a real-life mission to divert the path of an asteroid. Subscribe to Seeking a Scientist, made possible by the SARS Institute.